0: The Lord be with you. And with your a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. There was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow until she was eighty-four. She never left the temple but worshiped night and day without with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at that very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. The opening prayer for today's Mass says grant we pray Almighty God that the newness of the nativity in the flesh of your only begotten Son may set us free for ancient servitude holds us bound beneath the yoke of sin. and throughout this christmas season we continue to pray that the newness of the birth of our lord that the very fact that god became man to to live among us that that newness would set us free from the bonds of sin, to, to set us free from whatever we've been enslaved to in the past. And it's a prayer that we continually pray, right? We continually pray that prayer. And the church gives us that prayer at the beginning of this Mass because in her wisdom, she knows that we all have a tendency to fall back into that kind of servitude that we all can have a tendency for our hearts to get misdirected. That rather than focusing on the newness of our Lord Jesus Christ, as he's come into the world, we can focus on all of the problems out there. Or we can focus on all of the division out there. We can focus on the sins of others. Rather than focusing on our own hearts. And as we read from the first letter of St. John, it's it's really an amazing letter to go back and read over and over and over again. Because St. John was an expert in love. He is the beloved disciple. And as he writes in this second chapter that we read this morning, he gives encouragement to each and every one of us. Because our sins have been forgiven. Because we know the Father. Because we've conquered the evil one. And as he encourages us in that, in in everything that has happened because of what our Lord has done in our life. He also provides this warning, which is similar to the opening prayer, like to not love the world or the things of the world. Because anyone who loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And a good examination of conscience or a good examination of our own heart is, is just simply to ask ourselves, what's in my heart? Like, what's occupying my heart? What's occupying my thoughts? What's occupying my mind? What's taking up this space that could be taken up by our Lord? And oftentimes we can struggle with allowing things that we have no control over to take up that space in our heart. Or problems that we have no ability to solve to take up that space in our heart. And rather than focusing on the newness of Christ, we focus on the world and its enticements and all of those things that distract us from the Christmas season. And so each of us is called to continue to cultivate that newness in our own hearts and to seek always to give more and more of our heart to our Lord, to clear out the space that occupies our hearts and our minds and our thinking so that there's only Jesus. And when we come to do that, when we come to know him in that way, then we begin to reflect him and we begin to proclaim him in every thought, every word, every work of our lives. And so today let us pray that that we stay vigilant in, in cultivating the newness of Christ in our hearts, that we may truly live the joy of this season, and that that newness of Jesus will continue to make our own hearts new, filled with his grace, his love, and his mercy.